Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money, VSIN, the sports betting network. As we say hi on a Tuesday, we're starting to round out November the 28th. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. The big guy, of course, and Amal Shaw there in Los Angeles. I'll get to the boys in just a second. Will Brinson's going to join CBS Sports. Tim Jenkins, quarterback guru, Adam Burke. A little Berkey Tuesday. Of course, VSIN's managing editor. A couple of things just to get you started, kind of set the table before I bring in the diggity donks. Uh, we, we are going to hear from David Tepper because Tepper fired um, Dustin Sweetelson's best friend and Frank Reich yesterday. So it's been kind of an emotional time on the show. We'll hear from David Tepper uh, with bated breath. I see the big guy has his BBF on today, big boy flannel. So it must be a serious day. Uh, Justin Fields, let me ask you. I'm going to ask the two of you, but I'll ask just everyone, right? Now, what would you do if you were the Chicago Bears and you had one and three in the spring draft and you saw what happened last night with Justin Fields? We're going to have that answer for you. And there's only one right answer, by the way. Uh, Josh Dobbs, that feel good story that was really perpetuated by Dustin Sweetelson has abruptly hit a wall as he's going to get benched. So pretty fun. Uh, what else happened? Congratulations to Steve Fezzik, who I think may be in first place in Circa Millions now. He had the Bears catching three and a half in the contest. Not again, another under caches. So boys, as I say hi to you. The unders on the season across the NFL are hitting at a 59% clip, 106, 73, and 1. Monday Night Football unders are 13 and 1. Wow. This is, a not, this is not anomalous. Primetime unders are 29 and 9, so they're hitting at a 76% clip. I know it sucks to take dogs and bet unders, but that's what you have to do over the long term. And just as we always promote the vcin.com slash, um, not necessarily the picks page, but the tools, right? And when we're talking about uh, with the splits, um, a good way kind of just as a teaching opportunity, uh, when you hear the term reverse line movement, oftentimes that feels a little self-important, but it's pretty simple. When you see all of the money going one way on the splits page, yet the numbers going the other way. So, for example, everybody was betting like 75% Minnesota last night, but the number closed three and it had gotten as high as four and a half. That's reverse line movement. So just to give you an idea as you take a look at our splits page. Um, what stands out? Oh, and this is for you, Amal Shaw. The Pistons did something seemingly impossible yesterday. Yes. Not the fact that they lost their 14th straight game. Not the fact that they're going to lose their 15th straight tomorrow, which is a franchise record. Even more impressive, even more amazing, is they lost to the Wizards, who had lost nine straight. And by the way, the Pistons were at home in Detroit. Even more impressive than losing to the worst team in basketball outside of themselves and the Wizards. They lost by 19 points. You wonder, what did they close? The Pistons closed a two-and-a-half-point favorite. So they've now lost 14 straight by an average of 12 points. This is not all-time bad, you ask them all, because all-time bad is the 76ers remember from that 15 season into the next season, they lost 28 straight games. But the single-season record for straight losses is 23 by the 2015 76ers with your boy, what was it, Sam Hinkie running yeah. the show? Yeah. 
They were What's going on? They were tanking. Yeah, not much. By the way, first question for you is hopefully you were as smart as Dustin Sweetelson to miss that game last night. I'm going to tell you, it was the fastest first quarter played in the NFL last year. It was 24 minutes on the clock for the actual game time or in real time in terms of the first quarter. But the fact that I sat through the following three quarters, I have to really reevaluate what I'm doing with my life. That was one of the worst football games I've ever seen. You mentioned Josh Dobbs. Forget hitting a wall. He threw four picks yesterday. This guy's lucky he wasn't six or seven. I mean, it was a horrific effort last night. And then you mentioned your Detroit Pistons. Monty Williams, go ahead and find yourself a real estate agent because it's going to be NFL for him in Detroit pretty quickly. I just looked it, I looked it up. I'm glad you brought up Monty Williams. They gave Monty Williams $80 million. That's I, what guys, he's getting paid right now. He's getting, not, not necessarily a year, but, you know, the contract is $80 million, and I believe what? it's guaranteed. Is that Tom Gore's yes. team? <laughs> it is Tom Gore's team. So yes. this the, problem Tom Gore's, the problem with Tom Gore is running a team in Detroit is he lives next door to me. Yeah, he's in Beverly Hills, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, let me just be very clear because that sounded like a flex. <laughs> me and Tom Gore's don't live in the same neighborhood. <laughs> okay, let's just be very clear there. Uh, that brings us to... It's almost like you guys ever see the movie Grease. Yes. Where they were in a gang. Well, that's the gang that Dustin Sweetelson is in with Frank Reich. It is a badass gang. The BBF, Big Boy Flannel today. How you feeling? BBF, you know, that's one I've never searched. Uh, BBC, BBW, definitely <laughs> in my uh, regiment. If you, if you don't think I knew you were going to say it, I mean, it's so idiotic. But you like, love I knew BBC. you were going to say it the first time I said it. Okay? You love BBC. My mom does, too. It's just weird she married my mom with how much she loves BBC. I'm, of course, talking about the... English Channel. British Broadcasting. Right. Yeah. Yes, oh, yes, very highfalutin. Yes, sophisticated uh, television programming. Yes. Uh, um, you're going to hear from, we're going to hear from Tepper. Was there anything else that stood out there? Your love affair for Josh Dobbs probably uh, has gone in reverse. Uh, well, no, it's just, uh, look, Monday Night Football is not optimal for what he does best. What he does best is short week, learning the system on the fly, catching you by surprise. A little bit too much time for him to prepare for the game. Overthought some things. That's what led to the four pickles, of course. Also want to clean up some of your mess and you're open right there. Uh, you mentioned it's November. I prefer Yes-vember. And secondly, uh, Steve Fezzik is in second place in Circa Millions, Thank a you. half point out of the leader. Yeah, the first I, I, listen, I never said I never said I wasn't verbose in the open, and I'm going to have some errors. Nobody's perfect. Uh, but those are two lies that you just told me. Thank you. Uh, Amal, I asked the question, well, do you guys want to hear from O'Connell? Because let's do that. Let's move on from the Vikings, who it's pretty fun that I jocked them for about two and a half hours yesterday, talked about how they can win a division, and now there's absolutely no chance yeah. they can win a division after they laid an egg at home against the Bears. Now, they have, who do they have? Jaron Hall, who's healthy, and also potentially Nick Mullins, who could start. Um, let's hear from, go ahead, Dustin, set up the Minnesota Vikings head coach. Yeah, you know, after the performance from Dobbs, as you alluded to, some questions about whether he's going to remain the starter. So this is how it went down in the postgame presser with Kevin O'Connell about that. We're going to take a look, uh, you know, really evaluate, you know, the inventory of plays now we have of Josh. Uh, we got healthy. We got Jaron back, you know, available to us. And then Nick Mullins is available as well. Um, look, I, I think what Josh Dobbs has, has really done coming in here on short notice and really, you know, going, uh, you know, two and two in a, in a stretch where, uh, you know, a lot of people might have thought Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson being out, um, you know, the, the deck stacked against us. That's not the way this team thinks. That's not the way we operate. It's not the way I operate. Uh, we're trying to go out and win every football game we play. And uh, we're going to evaluate what we've been able to do, things we need to get better at. Is he being paid by the word? That that yeah, I mean he was uh, quite loquacious <laughs> there. I think I think look, I, I don't know if you two disagree with me. I, I think it's a better option than Jaron Hall or Nick Mullins. Well, like he was terrible last night, but he's got to be. I mean, just got it, it, the ability for him to run even. Yeah, the offensive line's not that good anyway. I mean, it's it's whatever, but. They have no run game at all, and they've been missing Justin Jefferson the entire time. Shouldn't he at least get a chance to play with Justin Jefferson to see how that goes? I, I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. Look, I think the reality of it is, and I'm completely guilty of this as much as anybody, got a little bit overly excited. Josh Dobbs, when you get a player who's unique, who's an aeronautical engineering major, 
brings a level of intellect to the quarterback position that many times you don't necessarily see. You get excited by it. But the reality was you could see on some of the throws, Patrick, last night, he was just he doesn't have the arm strength. And, you know, now they use the word arm talent, whatever you want to call it. But it just wasn't the ability to complete certain throws. Guys, I don't know if you saw the miss to Jordan Addison in the fourth quarter down the sideline. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. This is the National Football That's League. That's the game. That's the, yeah, exactly. But that, that, but that throw is why he's never been a starter long-term anywhere. Right? I would That's agree why with you. he is who he is. Yeah. He is that next best, best option behind the starters. The problem with that throw is you could literally have thrown it to the middle of the yes. field, yes. and Addison would have just tracked it. Yes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> he threw it over his left, his other shoulder out of bounds. It was, you could tell he was so defeated after that throw. So I agree with the two of you. I mean, it's not great. They do go on by, and then they come back, I believe, with the Vegas Raiders. They be in Minnesota. They don't have a tough schedule, and they do have two in hand, as we mentioned yesterday, against the Detroit Lions. Now, let me ask you, Amal, and I wrote to a former co-worker who runs a Bears blog. The Bears fans are obsessed, and they're good fans, and they're obsessed with this question as what the Bears are going to do because, you know, essentially David Tepper, by getting rid of Reich, I, I think he all but assured the Bears of one and three overall. I, we can kind of get into the machinations, um, but whether or not Fields is the answer moving forward. I just... I'll, I'll frame it to you this way, Amal. If you're an opponent, like I was an opponent of Fields when I was watching him play the Lions the other week. Like, how do you feel going up against Fields? Let's frame it that way. That's a great question. And I think there's always this fear factor of just being scared of what he potentially could do. If you look early in that first quarter, he starts out 12 for 12, completes the ball for over 100 yards in the first quarter. Only one of three quarterbacks to do that this year. But it was the ability to scramble and keep plays alive. I think he's got the straight line foot speed of almost any quarterback in the NFL, including Lamar Jackson. He doesn't have quite the uh, quickness of Lamar, but he does have the, the size and physicality. You know, look, I don't want to give Mr. Valdosta State here credit, but he said for several weeks now, if you're the Atlanta Falcons, give him maybe a second or a third round, go get Justin Fields. You put him with Bijan, you put him with some competent guys, this guy could be dangerous. The problem I have with Fields is, Three out of four throws are good. They're decent. They're solid. It's the fourth ball that's a hospital ball. Darnell Mooney, I don't know if he hates this guy or what, but every ball to Mooney this year has been a hospital ball. And even Troy Aikman pointed that out last night. To answer your question, Patrick, if I'm the Chicago Bears, I think Fields still has an upside to be a starting franchise quarterback in the NFL. He's not going to be a superstar, but on the right team, just like Lamar. Lamar's not an accurate passer, but he can still make plays and put you in a position to have the best record in the AFC. I think Fields surrounded with the right talent could do that. But if you're the Bears, you've got to take a quarterback, and the reason why is you want to reset the clock in terms of contract because Justin Fields will be entering year four. You would get a first year, and so that gives you a five-year window on a rookie scale to be able to win. I agree with you. I think the Bears will move on, and I think a lucky team will get Justin Field services. I, I find him terrifying, and I expected him to connect on that 36-yard pass to DJ, DJ Moore for the game-winning field goal. We'll come back and discuss. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. 
Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Switch to cricket today and get a free Samsung Galaxy A14 5G. After all, you've been good this year, and they think you really, really deserve it. Smile, you're on cricket. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher coming off. Last night, as Amal said, that was not necessarily an entertaining football game. It was, uh, frankly, disgusting. I actually, you know what I did in the second half? Do you guys want to take a stab at what the Bears team total was second half? So not second half total, just Bears team total second half. What was the, well, I'm going to guess, what was it, 3-3 three, three at the break, right? 3-3 three, three at the break is so I'm exciting. Say First nine and a half. I was going to say nine and a half as well. So you guys would agreed with me. You would have went over seven and a half. Oh. And that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, it was a dollar five. And it was, was headed to seven. Play. It was a brilliant play. Yes. Well, brilliant because they made a field goal at the end of the game to, to go over. Remember, it was sitting on six. It, it, it cashed. There should hey. have been a touchdown. You can't get in the red zone and not score touchdowns. You want to take a guess at what Minnesota was then, second half, just their team total? Uh, probably nine and a half. Eight and a half? Ten and a half. I didn't think theirs would be that high. I so, wasn't confident Minnesota could get two touchdowns. Yeah, so they were favored coming in. I heard a lot of people talk about how the over might have been in play pregame. Boy, could we have all not been more wrong about what Minnesota was going to look like last night. It's not great. They don't run the ball. There's two teams that don't run the ball. Yeah. The Washington Commanders and the Minnesota Vikings, like legitimately, you know, Sam Howell is essentially a rookie. He has more pass attempts than anybody in all of football. Like he just, and he's been sacked more than anybody historically. Uh, but that let's let's go back to Fields because I think there is an interesting conversation to be had here. I know by watching the Lions play Justin Fields, I'm terrified. And there's just feelings you get, fellas. We talked about Zach Wilson and like, do you ever feel like he's competent? Do you ever feel like he's going to pick up a big third down? No. no, but there is a feeling around fields and that 36 yard completion. I just felt like on that third down pass, I'm like, he's going to make something happen here. I'm all said it. He'll, he will throw up some weird ones and he'll throw a bad pick and you go back and you look at his numbers once the game is done and it's not overwhelming. Uh, he's just a baller to me because I, I, the coaching was terrible. Getsy's the offensive coordinator. All those screen passes, like your best defense for a constantly blitzing Minnesota defense is literally just throw basic screens. That's not doing him in any favor. He doesn't really outside of more have a ton of weapons. The offensive line is eh. So again, They've gone four and four over their last eight. Here's a little snippet from a good friend that covers the Bears and writes nonstop about the Bears. What's funny, fellas, is during the game, he tweeted this. After Fields' second fumble, he said, that's going to lead to the end of Justin Fields' career in Chicago. Then Fields battled back. And, and actually had a game-winning drive, and he said his mentions filled up with Bears fans absolutely killing him for giving up on fields. He was trying to highlight, this is our buddy Bill Zimmerman, he's trying to highlight that literally with every pass attempt, with every game, and obviously every season so far with fields, Bears fans are up and down. 
but he's got a defensive-minded coach who's a good defensive coordinator. Eberflus' defenses take away the ball. The Bears' defenses have been really good. He's just not a head coach. And Amali just doesn't really have a roster or the kind of philosophy, I think, that's helped him shine, that being Fields. I think he, they're going to give up on him early. And I don't know if it's necessarily wrong if you have one and three to reset by giving up on him. I just think he's going to flourish Fields elsewhere. I would agree with you. Here's the thing I would point out. And, and look, I think arguments can be made on both sides. How about if you're the Bears, you got the first pick out of Carolina, you take Marvin Harrison Jr., and then you go with the tackle out of Penn State. You know, you put him with Darnell Wright on one side and you put the kid out of Penn State on the other side, get a little protection there. Now you got uh, Harrison Jr., Moore, and Cole Komet. Or I'm going to tell you, I know, Patrick, I know you and I are in the same boat on this one. Let's go a little Matt Millen crazy here. Let's go Marvin Harrison Jr. And let's go Roma Dunze. And let's say, guys, we're going deep every play, baby. You can't stop us. Can I say something that's sacrilegious? No, you're not wrong. I know what you're say. Can I have Roma Dunze beyond, before Marvin yes. Harrison Jr.? Is that like, am I going to get shot when no. I leave my condo? No, because I'm in agreement a, with you. I think there's a debate. But what I'd say is the system and the play of the quarterback has highlighted how special Odunze is. And when it comes to Harrison, there's so many short throws he has to turn into something because McCarthy, uh, uh, McCarthy um, McCord is so limited. I, I don't disagree with what Dustin said, but I'm going to tell you, I've watched Roma Dunze very closely. He's electric. I, he is an awesome. absolute <laughs> dude. I, I, I'm sorry, man. And, and, you know, listen, I would love to have the Buckeye go number one. But, Patrick, you and I said this about four or five weeks ago. I don't understand why it's an absolute blanket statement. Now, where I think Harrison will separate himself is in the 40-yard time. He's a yeah, lot. He's, much, he's faster than Odunze. Yeah, he's 100%. Now, here's the other thing. Both of these guys are all airport team guys. Harrison's a legit 6'4". Adunze's a legit 6'3". They walk off that plane, you're going, these are number one receivers. But, I mean, imagine if you – listen, some of this is a gamble to begin with, right? You don't know how a guy's going to react when he gets $25 million. He might be like, yo, dude, I'm Jamarcus Russell. I watched every play on the DVD. All of them are my favorite. The point is, you've got to take a chance if you're Ryan Pace and the Bears at this point in time. I don't – you you know what? Look, you can say whatever you want about Jim Harbaugh, but he's had success in the NFL. He's come within about seven yards of a Super Bowl. You maybe potentially bring him in. Kevin Warren, who is the former commissioner of the Big Ten. You've got a Big Ten guy there. You've got a quarterback that he knows well in Justin Fields. Faced him a couple of times when he was at Ohio State. I, I think you, the Bears, you are in a dream scenario here. By the way, when you look back historically, though, Teams that have had the first pick have had uh, two first-round picks in the top ten have not done, particu or done particularly well. You've had some teams that have done better than others, but you've not hit a home run with both of them. I don't know. I, I think you take a shot. And I think the Arizona Cardinals are going to probably take Harrison Jr. They want their Larry Fitzgerald 2.0. But the Bears could take Caleb Williams 1, and then potentially you said a 3. I would go Marvin Harrison if he's there. If he's not, I'd go Real Madunze. Okay, so we, we uh, the, the rookie deal is, is something that has to be brought into this, yeah. but we're all, we're all in agreement, and I know you have something on this big guy, but we're all in agreement, or you guys are for sure feeling like Caleb Williams or Drake May is the better decision with the contract over Justin Fields. I'm not, I don't know. I, I'm like, I'm not. Well, I hate I, to be on the fence about well, this. I hate to be on the no, fence about he, it, but I'm not completely sorry. I don't think it's necessarily the better option, but I think when your job is on the line, you reset the clock when you're the GM, when you're the coach, when you're Matt, if they bring him back next year. If it's a new coach, Justin Fields is gone. But when I look at the market, for trading Justin Fields and who would want to get him and even give anything up for him. When you look around the league, I count maybe six teams that definitely need a quarterback. And I have six teams that might need a quarterback. The ones that definitely need a quarterback, Atlanta, New England, Tampa Bay, Minnesota, Raiders, and then the Bears. Well, the, the Vikings might bring back Kirk Cousins. He's uh, a free agent, but yeah. Yeah, but so here, here's my thing. I, I would throw Green Bay in the mix. I, I would love to see Green him. Green Bay's in my maybes. Yeah. My maybes are Green Bay, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, New Orleans, the Giants, and Patrick will disagree, but maybe the Commanders because you just don't know what their plan is. That, that's that, fair. That's fine, but here's the thing. For people that aren't aware, uh, first-round draft picks get a four-year deal with the team option for the fifth year. The Bears have declined Justin Fields' fifth-year option, which Thank makes sense. Because they would have to pay him somewhere in the 20 to $25 million range. So I get that they declined that one at this point in time. However, Patrick, this is the big gamble. You know, this is what it comes down to for the general manager. I think Ryan Pace is going to reset that clock. But I'm with you. I don't think it's a slam dunk that 
uh, Drake May and Caleb Williams are going to be better. Drake May plays in the system in North Carolina. We've seen it with guys in the past, Mitchell Trubisky among others, that look like they've had great success. Now, granted, that was a different coaching staff, but all I'm saying is they're throwing the ball around the yard. There's not a lot of great defenses in the ACC. Caleb Williams is a lot sturdier physically, and he's got great mobility than Bryce Young. But I'm going to tell you right now, guys, he needs that same step stool that Bryce Young needs. And can he handle the cold? He's from D.C. Uh, he's been playing like in warmer Candle weather. the cold. Chicago, That's, Chicago. I mean, that is such still. a step. Like, no, you know I love you. What, what, what are you talking about? Chicago. You just, you just go out in the cold and deal with it. Uh, I, I, I don't agree Patrick, with that. When you went to Chicago in the winter, uh, what happened to your body? What did you oh, do? I hated it, but you just, you and where just do you mentally live now? just have to. No, no, you're right. Um, the fact that I'm a middle-aged man and got to choose where I wanted to go, but, you know, growing up, you really couldn't mess with me in snow football, no. so that's facts. <laughs> but here, here's the – I just think it's I a just, little bit – I just flipped the mindset, bro. There, there's part of a reason why quarterbacks continually don't come through in Chicago. I just think it's a different attitude. It's a different mindset to deal with that cold when you're the quarterback, when you're trying to make those plays out there on that field that is basically as hard as this marble desk we're at right now. Like, it's just a different breed. And by the way, I'm not so sure Jaden Daniels isn't one of those options for the first pick. Dude, we had a guy in the SFL, the Street Football League, take one right into this, to the mailbox that was covered in snow one time. That was brutal. They don't. Move. Yeah, I mean, I it, look. It's here, Dustin. I think the one thing to ask is, like you said during your conversation, there, like they're going to keep Eberflus. Is that something that they're really thinking of doing? No they chance. have a week schedule to close oh. out. He could win another oh, three games. Like, there's yeah. no chance. You have if you're gonna draft a new quarterback and reset that clock, you have to move on with an offensive-minded yes. guy. Yes. That's the only thing you, we definitely know, correct? They, they've done Justin Fields a disservice, which is why moving on, I think, would be best for both parties. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, so we're in a good mood today. After this, I'm going to give you the Thomas Gable college basketball play today. But remember, if you sign up for 60 bucks right now, it's our Black Friday special, which goes until either tomorrow or Thursday. You get everything, including Gable, Amal, Dustin, all the plays, Fezzik, every show, every donk. Every non-donk, every buster, every play. Dustin's props, which I don't know if he's got the back padding machine out, but he he bent over and padded himself all over the place based on winning a prop last night. Congratulations, Dustin. Uh, and it was a great play. For no Reggie Jackson combined for like 53 and the total was 25. That's a tremendous job by the big guy. Now, all of those plays are involved for 60 bucks. Why wouldn't you sign up? And I talked about the betting splits earlier today. You can find those for $60. Again, this is going to go up to like 120 right after the deal's done, so why not get it for half off? Okay, go ahead. For someone on social media, you sure know a lot about my tweets. No, because no, no, because my algo, you know, the 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 one that I have for horse racing, I follow you obviously. <laughs> And you just, anything you do pops up. It's always at the top of my thing. Look, I get a lot of tweets about how dumb my plays were all the time. Last night was a rare moment. I went to go to bed, and all of a sudden, I got like a barrage of tweets. Four or five people, like as I'm, you know, putting my head down, the phone's going beep, 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 beep. Actually, it's on vibrate. That's a lie. I never have my phone with the sound on. And I'm like, what's going on? What did I do? And it was people thanking me for that play. So now I am, I'm sarcastic. But I'm low-key happy that you that you won and happy that you tweeted about it. But so you know, know how that. it goes now. Now everyone goes, oh, my God, we cashed Reggie Jackson over 22 and a half, and he had 53. What's the monster play today? I'm like, come on, guys. Which you, which you don't do well with pressure. I got two <laughs> that I like, but I don't like them as much as I loved yesterday's two plays, which is him right. and Cade Cunningham. And the difference is you get sheepish. When you start to win, you get sheepish. That, Whereas, that is true. Like, because you don't want to – then you don't want to disappoint. But also my style for the NBA props, I'm not doing it. I'm not reinventing the wheel here. Like, all I do is look for injuries and who benefits from that guy being out of the lineup. So I got two more for you today. We'll get to them later. They're both point guards, and I think they have good matchups. But let me be clear. It's not like Reggie Jackson in a lineup full of scrubs for Denver last night. Okay. By the way, that game, Patrick, he had 22, and I think it went as high as 25 on the prop market. Reggie Jackson had 18 points, six assists, 
and a minimum of four rebounds because I didn't check his rebounds after the first quarter because he had four in the first quarter. So he <laughs> first was half. He, he well, yeah. Did you clear it by the first quarter? No, all kidding aside, did no, you no, clear no, your no, number half-time. by like the half by halftime? Reggie went on Twitter in between the commercial break between first and second quarter. He said, let me pick up my scoring, and he went for about 16 or 14 in the second quarter. It's one of the easiest caches I've ever experienced. There's nothing better than just luncheon after at halftime on but your then, prop. But then your boy, Cade Cunningham, I was getting a haircut, and I was just watching the play-by-play. I had over 35 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. We didn't get over that one until about a minute 20 left in the game. Let me be very clear. There is nobody on this effing roster that is my boy, okay? <laughs> I had so much hope for Cade Cunningham. I love that guy. Yeah. Character-wise, he's amazing. I thought Jaden Ivey was going to be fantastic. Killian Hayes, you can fire him to the moon. I never liked the pick in the first place. I'm with you on that. Uh, but they have uh, Asur Thompson. I don't know if you get, like, I've yeah. actually watched him, and he's actually really good. This, it's just they can't shoot. So what happens when you can't shoot? You drive, you run into a brick wall. And because all, they, every, every team knows how to defend you. And then they don't get back on defense because they're a bunch of freaking donks. Get the team off the map. Also, bring back the lunch pail pistons. Where's Rip Hamilton? Where's Rasheed Wallace? Where's Chauncey Billups? Where's Tayshawn Prince? Where's John Barry? Come on, fellas. Well, I can't have this. Also, their, their average age is 24.9 on the roster. It's the youngest team in basketball. The starting lineup was like... Had to be all 22-year-olds, 21-year-olds yesterday. Yeah, Youngest team in basketball. They've got, they've got some talent. I don't know if they're going to be able to put it together, but to me, if you're a young team, you've got to play hard. That's got to be a staple. And to get beat up on a team with Jordan Poole, I mean, by 19 last night, that's just an embarrassment. By the way, Patrick, quick update from Manchester. Leipzig, 2-0 over Man City so, right now at Champions League. So that's it's actually fascinating uh, for betters. This will help contextualize what Amal is talking about. Uh, this is Champions League, and Man City is hosting Leipzig. Leipzig is from Leipzig is from the Bundesliga. They're a team that scores a lot, but it's not like they're not on the same level as Man City, who could potentially be you know the best team in the world right now. At Man City, I think closed close to minus three fifteen, minus three thirty to win in regulation, and right now they're down two nil. That's crazy. So this is like interleague play for soccer? It's not a terrible – I'm just going to say this. It's not a terrible idea if you just want to have some fun to to get in live right now in Batman City because Pep might light them up at the break and they'll just come out and just – they're just crazy talented. I tend to agree with you. You're getting a pretty decent uh, plus price. you got about 10 minutes before the break here. So if they get on the score sheet at home, uh, you know, it wouldn't be a surprise – Oh, my God. Erling Holland just put one up from 50 yards. I thought he was going to put it in the back of the net. But you can already tell they flipped the switch a little bit. Yeah, they'll be, they, I, I wouldn't necessarily count them out yet. Okay, so I promised that I would give Thomas Gable. So he runs the race and sports book at the Borgata. He's been hot. I mean, you can go through big guy and maybe give the record over the past couple of weeks in college hoops. He goes deep. He's going to go to the city of Charleston completely for this matchup because Charleston Southern, hello, is in Charleston, South Carolina. And so is the Citadel. And he likes the under 133 and a half. Uh, if you have anything, all, I don't expect you to. I got nothing. I just know both campuses are gorgeous. I know if you're into that type of thing, maybe the most beautiful girls I've ever seen in my life went to Charleston Southern. So there's that. Well, you know, when you look at these two teams right now, you look at COC, um, it, it's just it's a situation where you've lost some talent from last year. I, in terms of the Citadel, I can't really comment on that. I'm sorry, on Charleston Southern, not COC. Uh, but this is just not a particularly great team. I think 133 is a pretty good move here, especially with Citadel who plays at a much slower pace. When you look at them in pace, Patrick, they're one of the slowest teams in college basketball. 20 and 10 yeah. this year for Thomas Gable in college basketball plays. An- Anthony Hardaway walking through that Citadel door. Let's be that. Let's be honest about the athletes at the Citadel. <laughs> a bunch of donks. Um, all right, let's see. Big guy, let's go to Tepper. So, you, I, I wrote down the quote when we were talking on the phone earlier today, and you said you laughed, and you said he's a weird dude. Yeah. Now, I, yeah. He's a rich man, and he's a guy that's done well in his life, but you're not a big fan. It's not that. So I went into watching his press conference thinking I think he might be a bad person, and I came away from thinking he's not a bad person. He's just kind of lost in the space that he's in right now. Like he just doesn't quite fit or understand how it all works. 
and he's just making these crazy decisions. And it makes sense him firing these two coaches the way he did the last two years when you listen to him speak. How would you compare him to Steve Cohn? Do you guys, do either of you have like a grasp yes. on comparing him to the Mets manager? Because aren't they from the same place? S- similar worlds. Yeah, Wall Also, Street I guys. think he's wearing a, a quarter zip up like Steve Cohen always wears during the press. Like you wore yesterday. Wearing, yeah, like he wears that a lot. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he's wearing a suit because he's wearing Panthers colors on his tie. I remember that. So, yeah, they're very similar. They remind you of each other, but I think Steve Cohen's a little meeker presence and David Tepper's a little bit louder, but still kind of meek overall. He's not a tough guy. I think he's trying to portray himself as a tough guy, and he's not a tough guy. Okay. All right. Coming well, from a non-tough guy. It's fair. Now, he, uh, again, moved on from Reich. little dissension amongst the show yesterday. My thing is, if you believe that Frank Reich, who probably... You know, again, you could probably do better. Like, I'd just throw names at you. Would you rather have Frank Reich or D'Amico Ryans? You pick D'Amico Ryans. He's coached 10 games in his life. Would you rather, you know, we can keep going on and on down the line. Reich's had an opportunity. It hasn't worked out. I, I, I don't know if that's crazy. Maybe the rule thing a little different because people do respect rule, but most felt like it was time to move on then. Now, we do have Tepper here talking. Let's start with. Uh, I believe talking about moving on from his second coach in as many years, right? Yeah. So they, uh, someone with a great question said, will firing another coach in the middle of the year, make it harder for you to find a quality head coach willing to take the job. You know, it's, there are different reasons why different things happened in each, each case. Um, you guys see, like I said, everything is out in the field. Everything is known over time. And I think people know it. The league knows it and people in the league know it. So, I think that um, if we were, if we, everything was perfect, it wouldn't be the case. And everything was good, it wouldn't be the case. So it's not as if it's not known out there, reasons, and, you know, that will be something for people to decide. Just generally speaking, and not here, but, uh, and not that this matters because this is here. But, you know, in other aspects of my life, we have people for 20, 30 years that work for me. Nobody ever leaves me. Wow. That was kind of coded, right? It was a coded message. He's basically saying the people on the outside know what a disaster this is here, right? Yes. Isn't that what you guys gathered from that? Yeah, yeah. He was saying like, everyone, people everyone know knows. what I did, why I did this is what he said. And then I thought the ending was very insecure. Yeah, he's he's trying to say I'm a loyal I'm loyal AF. He's, <laughs> actions speak louder than words, bro. <laughs> he's like, the- dude, check my record. I'm loyal, but I just love the fire people. I'm loyal up until about a year. He, he, I think it's a situation. You like Bryce Young, you take the job. There's only 32 of these jobs available, and realistically, there's six to eight available every year. What's Tepper got next? Tease us, big guy. Well, we'll hear about. Did he want Stroud or did he want Young? Beautiful. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. 
Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. DraftKings new customers, $5 get you $150 instantly in bonus bets. New customers, again, use that promo code SHARP right now. Five bucks, 150. It's awesome. No sweat, same game parlay for everybody at DraftKings. The crown is yours. Mal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. This is Sharp Money. So, David Tepper, and we should probably start to look ahead. If you got one of you guys can grab the Carolina schedule, we'll start to take a look. We'll look at next week and see what the number is here. Um, but we'll start to, from a betting perspective, look ahead and see what's on the horizon for the Carolina Panthers, who are sitting one and ten. Just a disastrous season. It's weird. The one game, well, it, it does point to the dog pound and how profitable we've been. <laughs> Um, the one game was when I picked them as a dog at home to beat. Remember who they beat? Their one win? Houston Texans. and Houston. And Houston beat themselves in that game, if they, we're being honest. And really, I beat Houston because I picked Carolina. Well, you're right on that. And Bobby Slowick changed the dynamics of the offense. They were too run dominant in that particular matchup against Carolina. After that, we've seen CJ Stroud just sit back there and throw the ball every play, it seems like. And they've had a lot more success. I don't know if you guys saw the game against Jacksonville. But outside of one run by Devin Singletary, uh, their two running backs combined for nine carries for like 15 yards. I mean, the offense has not been good in terms of running the ball. That, after that Carolina game, they said, all right, we got a guy that can throw the ball all over the yard. Let's go do it. So David Tepper, we just heard him talking. You know, he's going to get a ton of questions. The Carolina Panther owner. We just heard him talking about. You know, I think people understand why I made this move. And by the way, I'm very loyal in my industry. I've got employees for 20 plus years. So a little defensive. I don't have a problem with the dude spending his own money, and then just telling people, "Here's what's up." So I'm a little less negative about Tepper. Now, Dustin is because he's a big Frank Reich guy. Now, Reich, he was pretty sure of himself. He replaced the offensive coordinator in that Houston game. Then two weeks later, he said, I'm taking the play calling duties back. So he had a pretty good feel for his team. Yeah. Now, <laughs> that, that's, that's what you do when you, when you know you have an unhinged owner who's trying to fire you, so you're going to go down your own way. I think Frank Reich did the admiral thing and said, look, we're, if I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail doing it the Frank Reich way. He has a better chance of being an admiral, you know what I'm saying, than being a head coach now. Do uh, you want to hear from Tepper talking well, about if Frank Reich wanted the quarterback, or is that where we're yeah. going next? So I think this is good because you brought it up yesterday. The assumption throughout the media, at least, was that Frank Reich wanted C.J. Stroud and that David Tepper, the owner of the Panthers, wanted uh, Bryce Young. It's just kind of a narrative that had been floated. But there was no but, official report of this. There was no one sourcing this. It was just kind of a thing right. that people were saying. So let's. He, there's a few clips related to this. The first one, he's asked about those reports earlier today. And I'll just answer this really plain. On all, these, on all those decisions, um, you know, whether it was a head coach, whether it was Bryce, I don't really vote on those decisions until the last piece. Okay, so those decisions are made by, you know, in the case of the by the football people. Now, look, everything that's right and everything that's wrong here ultimately is my fault. Okay, I have the final say. But as far as those decisions, whether it's Frank Wright or it's Bryce Young, 
um, those decisions were made. And in the case of Bryce, it was almost, I believe it was a unanimous decision on the coaches and the, and the scouts and very strong opinions at the time. I don't think he's lying. I, I love everything except he said except one thing, and it was at the end. He said, at the time. I don't think he needed that. Yeah, he just threw his quarterback under the bus. <laughs> exactly. I mean, or maybe he's throwing Reich under the bus and saying Reich didn't still continue to believe in him. Oh, that yeah, doesn't yeah. seem like his his type of personality. But no. I, I, Frank feels like a pretty loyal guy. That's why I think him and so, Justin have such a close friendship. So he said That's that, <laughs> but then Kyle Bailey, who works at WFNZ in Charlotte, tweeted this out, and I don't think he's doing shtick here. He said a league source tells me that before Frank Reich was fired, he was approached by the front office about incorporating. Oh, that's not the one. There's one about David Tepper was sending plays to Frank Reich. <laughs> no, you stopped reading this text because it didn't help your boy out. So I'm going to finish. No, it's the wrong A league tweet. source. And you can pull up the one. Hold on. This is a dude that covers the Panthers. A league source tells me that before Frank Reich was fired, he was approached by the front office about incorporating more RPO plays into his game plan and fit Bryce Young's strengths. Source told me Reich declined, saying it didn't really fit his offensive system. Yes. Now I Which can't one find did you want to read? There was a tweet I read, <laughs> and now Dog. I don't know if it was a parody account or now. I'm, I'm second-guessing myself, where uh, he Tepper apparently saw a play the Browns ran and clipped it and sent it to Reich saying, I want to run this play. You, you're, you could or sent it to an you have nothing. Coach. You have nothing to confirm that. He That's just floating in the ether. To an, I'll find the tweet. I'll, uh, well, let's listen to more of David Tepper. Since you love him so much, you're going to work for him one day because he's so rich. Uh, w- wouldn't you want to? No, <laughs> he seems like a really unruly guy. I actually have a different uh, perspective on him based on the press conference now and listening to some of these clips than I did coming into the season. Yeah, he tricks people Yeah, like he, well, he's so not weird or aggressive like yes. he told me he was going to be. I didn't he's think very he was aggressive. Like, I thought he was defensive by saying people, he, twice in the press conference, he's like, people love working for me. People well, let me, me ask forever. you a question, Dustin. Do you think he was lying that scouts and coaches all unanimously agreed on Bryce Young? Mm. Before you answer that, remember, everybody we had on this donk show all said Bryce Young was the best quarterback, number one overall. The C.J. Stroud D-riders at this point were, are just like, I'm talking about guests that we had on. But I'm remembering I, I was the, Bryce tra- Young. Remember the betting too. market when the trade happened. When the betting market happened, everyone said it was C.J. Stroud, and C.J. Stroud became a favorite for a little while there. Well, listen, that, that stuff, it's all conjecture. Right? And we're talking about people from the scouting side, majority of people. You look at Bryce Young, the one thing that stood out to me, I know C.J. Strong's been incredibly accurate in the NFL, but just overall, you look at the body of work in college, I thought Bryce Young was incredibly accurate. He was a tremendous passer. Yeah, we did. Look, we didn't expect Bryce Young to make Kyler Murray look like Giannis on a football field. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Apparently, Bryce Young is 5'5". <laughs> So that's an issue. What else are we hearing from Tupper here, big guy? Yeah. Uh, he, Look at, by the way, Dustin is pouring over trying to find that. Yeah, freak. I think I might have got got. Out. I might have got got. You uh, got got. You got got. Uh, number four says they actually, instead of trading for number one, we're thinking about trading for number two. No, it's been reported and we talked about it. Originally, we were going to go to the number two pick and, and uh, we thought we'd get CJ because we thought the Texans were going to pick Bryce. And listen, we preferred Bryce. He was our number one pick. We had a lot of conviction. Um, but, uh, you know, in answer to your questions, it's just not the way the process was done. The process was done the way the process was done. And again, even though if there was a process with five people in the room and, four, and the way the votes came in, it was Frank was the first choice, I always could veto that choice. And even if it was Bryce and the votes came in unanimously in this particular case, I could have vetoed that choice. In both cases, am I, I allowed to love choices. this guy? Okay, I'm just going to say that I supported both choices. I supported the coaches. I supported the scouts. Their unanimous opinion, um, and I supported uh, Frank Reich. So, um, whatever's good, bad, or indifferent is ultimately because the buck stops here, and I take full responsibility for everything. My apologies. I thought he was done, but <laughs> I, uh, I'm sorry. That guy, that guy rules. What? I can see why he made rules. You think he rules? <laughs> I'll say this. You're not going to make $16, $17 billion. You're going to have people working under you that you allow them to make decisions because he's not monitoring everything they're investing right. in, right? I, I think 
The only thing I didn't like about any of what he said was just bringing up C.J. Stroud. To me, I would not have gone there. I would have just simply said, Bryce Young is our guy. We made this choice. We made a coaching change for so, reasons X, Y, or Z. That is what he says in the final clip here. This is David Tepper, owner of the Panthers, saying how much he believes in his number one pick. As far as Bryce Young is concerned, I cannot say this, you know, for myself, and I think everybody in this building would share this sentiment. We are totally confident in that pick. Okay, I think the people that made that pick first, um, you know, would be totally confident in that. Um, you know, some of them you could ask. Okay. Um, and I think the, um, and, and for me, I'm totally confident in agreeing with that pick. Okay, let me explain why I said he rules. We never get to hear this type of stuff. He doesn't have to say any of this. Yeah. It, it, maybe it's ego and he's up there just because he yeah. wants to be heard. I don't care, but I love hearing the inner workings of one of 32 th things that controls the American everything. He's Our a, consciousness is controlled by the NFL. It's great to get behind the scenes with an owner. He's a hedge fund guy. He deals in lying and manipulating. Like, he's just saving face so that he can hire the best possible coach next to come in so they're not scared to work for a volatile owner who's ready to fire you during a rebuild when the whole roster's been torn down. I, I think there will be an inherent fear just based on this being his fourth coach now, right? Or third, excuse me. Yeah, that he's right. doing damage control, trying to seem like a nice guy. He's but, not a nice guy. But listen, nobody's turning <laughs> down a job because they're going to get four years and $32 million. They got 32 million reasons to move to Charlotte. Maybe I'm being dramatic with my love of him, but for sure you're being dramatic with your hate of him. Team Reich just forever. Doubling down. Team Reich forever. You just heard that guy talk and you're still on Team Reich? guy's a genius. Will Brinson next. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.